0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart podcast, the show that we talk about life's problems that may break or tear our hearts apart. On Reconnect My Heart, we discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Fred. I'm so glad you're able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, if you just want to to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 456, excuse me, that's 516-453-9118. Once again, that's 516-453-9118. Or you can go to our chat room with is on our website at www.blogtalkradio.com as well as for those who may be on social media, you can go on my Facebook page under Brother Prater, where you can um, get in contact with me, as well as if you want to see the video version, you can go, like I said, on Facebook page on the Brother Prater, or you can go to the website at www.reconnectmyheartpodcast.com. Www.reconnectmyheartpodcast. I hope and pray that you all had a great day. Uh, We're gonna go ahead. We're gonna go straight on to the episode. First of all, I want to thank you all for y'all support the past couple of days, but uh, excuse me, past couple of weeks. uh, But we are live, and once again, thank y'all so much for y'all continued prayers and support. Um, actually, this coming Thursday is. Valentine's, excuse me, Valentine's, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, and we're approaching the uh, holiday season, and many people are making plans to be able to uh, get together with family and friends, watch football for those who may be in North America, Uh, watch football, you know, gatherings, different things. But then there are others. Right now, it's a very difficult time for them. Uh, right now, there's a lot of people that's going through. There has been many people in my own uh, circle that have lost loved ones. Matter of fact, as I was preparing uh, for today, I got a notification that I uh, lost a sweet, sweet young lady. I, I call her my godmother. And um, you know, so many people have lost loved ones. Especially being honest with just in my circle, many people have lost loved ones. A lot of them lost their parents, their mothers, and their and their fathers, siblings. It's it's so many people that is going through, and this is the time. Like I said, it's it's difficult. Let's be honest. It's very um, hard. To be able to prepare for the holidays and you missing your loved one and it's not just pertaining to the death of a loved one that we're dealing with but there's so many of them they're a strain from their loved ones some of them are isolated from their loved ones um some of their loved ones may be incarcerated some of their loved ones may be in the hospital And there's a lot of people that are going through right now. And so I just want to have this episode for us to be able to just talk to those who are going through, those who may not feel like celebrating the holidays. That's why I wanted to um, come on there and just uh, bring awareness and dedicate this to those who may be having a hard time. That's why I wanted to entitle this episode, Help with the Holiday Blues. And, of course, there are some things that are permanent we can't change. And I'm also part of the family of grievers who are going through right now. Mine may not be as recent as some, but when you lost a loved one, someone that you love, I don't care how long it's been, you still have that that emptiness or that void that they used to be in, in your heart. Of course, they may be saved. Okay, that's fine and dandy. But even though they might have been saved, you may be saved. But we're still human and we hurt. And that's one of the things that we cannot omit. We cannot omit or ignore the hurt or the grief pertaining to the loss of our loved one, especially during this holiday season. And so the key thing of it is, is for us to bring awareness and to have a conversation about it, to let people know, hey, look here, when we dealing with this, we're not alone. Now, of course, God is there to help us. But also, this is the time for us to be able to lean on each other. You know, I tell people, look here, no person is an island. We all need someone to lean upon. And God has placed many of us in healthy relationships, whether it be with some family or with some friends. But the key thing, God has helped and support for us, not just in heaven but here right here on earth and so with that right now with like i said the holidays like i said thanksgiving is a couple more days four four more days um matter of fact you know i'm trying to be careful in excuse me saying names but you know very very dear family of mine is not just preparing for The holidays, but also they recently lost their mom. And the crazy part about it, they lost their mom and their brother. And both of their both of their birthdays is this week, the same week as Thanksgiving. And so, it's so many people that we have to lift up before God, and most importantly, for us to be for us to acknowledge that we're hurt. But what I found out, God, wanna, God want us to be transparent with how we feel. God wants us to be real. One, two, one, two. My um, audio going kind of crazy. But God wants us to be real. God wants us to be transparent
0: with how we feel.
1: How we feel. God has let us know, hey, he's here with us, and he wants us to go to him. He wants us to talk to him about how we feel. God want us to be able to just like I said, be real. Look here, I don't care how long you've been saved, I don't care what we dealing with, I don't care what it is, the key thing the key thing of it is to be transparent with our feelings. We have to be real. We have to be we have to be real, we have to be honest with ourselves. You know, just just point blank. If we're not gonna be real, then how are we gonna to relate to people and tell people what God can do when we are denying our own feelings, our own grief? You know what I tell people: if you're not if you're not dealing, if you can't, or if you're not gonna deal with your grief, to be honest with you, it's gonna affect a relationship that you may be having. It's gonna, it's gonna come out one way or another, some way, somehow. If you don't deal with your hurt, if you don't deal with your grief, eventually, it's gonna wear off on you. Eventually, God did not want us to suppress our feelings or our grief. In other words, we don't need to be in denial of it. And like I always tell people, and when you dealing with your you grieve when you're dealing with your emotion. Will you be real and just tell, telling God, that you hurt, telling God that you hurt? Hey, look here. That doesn't mean that you ain't saved. That doesn't mean that you giving up your faith. No, it doesn't. We have to we have to talk about what we're dealing with and how we deal with it, especially. This period. Because to be honest with you. These holiday seasons, they ain't going nowhere. If you think about it, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, even some, get-togethers, birthdays, we got to open up. We have to open up and just let people know, hey, I'm hurt, but I'm not without hope. And so, one of the things, and, you know, I've mentioned this, I've mentioned this a couple of times, and I'll be the first one to tell people, even when I went through my situation, when I went through my situation with the absence of my sister, you know, one of the things I found out, and I don't know if I said this um, the other day, but I was on the air, and as I was on the air, as I was on the air, I was praying, and matter of fact, I I listened to the episode earlier this week. For some reason, I just felt I need to listen to it. In that particular episode, I was listening and I was praying, and as I was praying, I heard the voice of God say, "The God of Comfort, I am the God of Comfort." And so, as I began to just remember on what He was saying, and I started reciting on. What I heard God say, the God of comfort, I am the God of comfort. I began to share that with those I was praying for that was on the air. Little did I know, an hour, maybe an hour and ten minutes later, those same words that I heard, that God said, the God of comfort, I am the God of comfort. When I thought that it was for somebody else come to find out, that was for me. That's something that I'll never forget because those words came for me. Of course, it might have helped somebody else, but during that time it helped me after finding out an hour and a couple minutes after I would prayed that prayer was something that I needed. And so now – the holidays are coming up. The, actually, let's say the holidays are here. We plot, we're planning, we're making all these arrangements. But right now, as we, some of us are making arrangements for a gathering, while somebody else making arrangements for a funeral. And you know, during this time, this is the time that many people, many people start questioning and wondering. Lord, where are you? Lord, I need you. Many people are going through right now. And this is the time for us to really just pray for each other. You know, unfortunately, matter of fact, even right now, those that know I work in in the jailhouse, there are many people that are depressed because they are isolated from their loved ones. Many people try suicidal attempts. but not realizing the impact that it has on your family, on those that you love, on those that love you. Sometimes the devil will use depression to make us feel like hey, we're, we're not loved. You know, the feeling of rejection. All these things take place during the holiday season. People, people get lonely there are people that are dealing with the empty nest syndrome, and they, you know, I found out there are some mothers who might have had big families, and they're so used to feeding five, six, eight kids, and then when all the kids are grown out, gone out and grown up, <laughs> that mother still cook as if all the kids in the house, and they're just her by herself. You know, with emptiness syndrome, sometimes, I'm going to say it like this, even those that may be looking for love. Right now, there are so many people, they're so used to being in a relationship, and now the relationship has ended. The relationship might have been through a divorce, breakup. And what happens when they're so used to, you know, when you used to be with someone during the holiday season or when it's cold or whatever, you know, y'all going out and just spurging the town and, and your meat coats and boots or whatever. And now, that relationship is That person has gone on with their life. What happened? How do we handle that? Um, one of the things that we have to do We have to be honest with ourselves. I mentioned earlier. We have to be honest with ourselves. We have to be true to ourselves. You know, those old saying, to thy own self be true. We have to be real and transparent with how we feel. And like I said, we have to acknowledge our hurts. We can't suppress it anymore. You know, we can't be in denial of it. But also, even in acknowledging how we feel, acknowledging our hurt, which is the first step. The other step is acknowledging it to a particular person, acknowledging to somebody who can do something about it. And that's God. God wants to hear about our hurt. God wants to hear about how we feel. He wants us to come to him. He wants us to approach him. And like I said, lay it all on the table. But also, not only in telling God, but I, I've found this to be a very, very important thing that we have to do. Be able to go and tell that person who's in our mirror. Nothing wrong with us having a good conversation with ourselves. If you think about it, so many of us, we have omitted the conversation with ourselves. We look for other people to talk to, and some of the people that we look for, try to talk to, we can't trust them. Sometimes they'll give us an opinion instead of telling us facts. And so what happened a lot of time, what I found out is, Being able to have that conversation with that person who's in your mirror, you'd be surprised how therapeutic it can be. Sometimes even just having that conversation in the mirror is actually a great opportunity for you to be able to confess what's going on. The Bible tells us that confession is good for the soul. And so for us to be able to confess, acknowledge how we feel, what's going on. You'd be surprised you begin to start sharing that with that person who's in your mirror. You'd be surprised what other things that may come out that might have been hidden or suppressed that we end up getting the healing that we need. But also what we need to do, especially those who may feel like they're isolated from their family, I'm going to say it like this. You need to understand who you are, even with your family. You are a valuable person within your family. You are a valuable member to your family. And each family membership is important. Now, if you feel that, well, you know, they don't care about me. I'm just the black people of the family. I'm going to tell you this. If you feel that you are the black sheep of your family, then how about you introduce them to who you are? When I found out many of us within families, we build relationships with friends. We build relationships for us to court people or even to marry people. But we won't build or develop the relationship within family. Sometimes we as family we take each other for granted. We don't know each other. Let's be honest. You know, um, and like I said, I, I don't I don't mind throwing myself under the bus because I like to make sure. Hey, if I ain't gonna speak, if I ain't gonna speak about somebody else, I'll speak about myself. So that way, people can know. Hey, hey, this, it can happen to anybody. Or hey, you might relate to me in this situation. But one of the things that I told my brothers, uh, especially, especially my older two brothers, after the passing of my sister, I told them, hey, man, I'm going to have to learn, y'all. Now, of course, you know, same parents, grew up in the same home. But I said, I'm going to have to learn, y'all. I knew my sister. My little brother out of my brothers, my three brothers, okay, um, I'm out of communicated more with my younger brother than my other two brothers, but the main one that I communicated with, pertaining to my siblings, it was my sister, and so now she's no longer here. I told my two older brothers, I'm I'm going to have to learn, y'all. I really don't know you. I'm acquainted with you, but I don't know you. And that's something I had to be real with. That's something I had to confess. That's something I had to let them know. Because I was always so centered around Sheila. <laughs> and matter of fact and matter of fact, the funny thing was, even though it was five of us, who us two, we spoke more in one week than my other brothers Together um, In two months Or three months You know that they're just, they're just a relationship that her and I had It'd Rather Be text, inbox Facebook um, Whatever, phone call Whatever, and most of the people That knew her, whenever she said well, I gotta call my brother Everybody knew who she was talking about <laughs> You know, and so And so with that you know i I told my brother something to learn y'all, and so when you look at it sometimes within family, we don't know each other. We were raised with each other, but we still don't know each other and so with that, I want you to ask yourself what makes you feel that you're less than an equal member within your family, just in case you may feel like you know what um they don't have time for me or they this or they that, you know, hey, you may be thinking that and what if somebody too scared to, hey, extend the olive branch? You know, and it's funny how sometimes even we we say, we say this, I don't, I don't fool with them, I don't fool with them, but if they need me, hey, I'm going to be there. No, you won't. Because if they need you, you say that, they're, that you're going to be there. But how about you be there when they don't need you? Something to think about. Something to think about. Why does it take an emergency for you to extend help or to contact? Why? It ain't necessary. It's good to be there when they need help. But how about just reach out before they need help? That might prevent them from needing help. We need to build that relationship. Just being honest. Being honest. We have to build that relationship. Especially, if we say that we, we're Christians. You know, we children of God. I'm going to wait. What if they're waiting cost you time to have that relationship with that person? What if you're waiting for them to need some help and something happened happen before they need help? So, but with that, being an important member of the family, we all are important. Now, let's be honest. Now, if you plan on doing something that, you know, some people, oh they always mistreat me. There are some people there are some people they use their family. Some people, you know, the only time that you hear from them is when they want something. And I'm gonna say it like this: for those who may be like that, hey, look here, you don't you don't need to do that, Especially with those that love you, no. Sometimes just pick up the phone, not because you need something, but hey, just hey, just on a welfare check. How you doing? I didn't want anything. Just check us how you doing. Hey, let me make sure everything's all right. You know, I may not have anything to give you, but one day I can't give you other than my phone call, my love, my prayers. Hey, I didn't want anything just because. How about that? Just because. For us to really evaluate. Evaluate ourselves, Evaluate ourselves, And like I said, the holidays are here. Man. Many people, many people, many people that are hurt. But what about you reach out just because? Reach out to them. Check on them. Do a welfare check on those that you say you love. You know, hey, and not only do a welfare check to check on them that you love, but also you do a welfare check on their behalf to say, hey, I was calling Listen, you know, I'm all right. Hey. So don't wait for them to call you. How about you reach out to them? That's something that we need to do. Hey, reach out to them. But like I said, right now, this is this is something that we have to do that's going to really help us during this season for us to be able to enjoy and breathe. Get over or uh, get through. The, I don't want to say get over, but get through this get through this holiday season you know right now you know with with crime with suicide suicide is on the rise depression is on the rise like i said many people going through things we still in a pandemic and people still feel the results of the pandemic. The pandemic has caused many changes in the lives of others. And matter of fact, thanking God, two years ago, two years ago, we were on lockdown. And we were celebrating our holidays by ourselves or locked up in the house. But now, there is a little bit more freedom, you know. So with that, are we going to capitalize on it? or are we going to wait for a sad occasion and then we see each other and then you know somebody goes say man we got to get together well this is our opportunity this is our opportunity to get together call talk reach out but for us to know that we're important each person each person is important and if you feel if you feel like hey um Family don't love me. My family don't care. Well, how about you reach out? Just talk. Reach out. Is there anything that I did? You know, so many people, they make assumptions. So many people, you know, things can be so much better if we stop assuming. Things can be so much better if we communicate. Things can be so much better. You know, and we say, hey. Even the Bible tells how we say we love God who we haven't seen and we see certain people day in and day out. And we may say we love them, but your actions within your heart, even though I'm pointing right here and saying your heart, but your real heart is right here. Hey. Just talk. And that's something that we need to do. And so going into what's gonna be what Thanksgiving in four more days. Let us pray. Let us reach out for those that we know that are going through, those that we know that are grieving. You know, and I want you to know those who are grieving, those who are who are within the body of grievers. We care for you. We love you. We will check up on you. Rather than be a text, a phone call, a visit, a card, each person is important. And God has assigned many of us with many of you. And God has assigned many of you to many of us. But when God put people upon your heart, reach out, do something about it. Don't pass the book and assign it to someone else when God issued you that assignment. Reach out. Contact. You don't have to find the right words to say. Sometimes there's a phone call within itself. I just want to check on you, see how. I just wanted to check, check, see how you're doing. Sometimes just fellowship is good enough. You know, we can do better. There are people that are hurting. And this is time for us to be able to reach out and just say something. But most importantly, pray about it. Pray. Keep keep those in prayer. Matter of fact, as we get ready to pray, I want those who have lost loved ones, those who are grieving. You're welcome to send me your name. You're welcome to um, text me your information. Matter of fact, I'll give out my personal number right now. My number is 214-908-3056. It's 214-908-3056. Each person that is going through, we're going to hold you up in prayer. We're going to hold you up for God. You know, our loved ones, you know, we're going to miss them. Yes. But we're going to reflect on the good times. We're going to reflect on the crazy times. We're going to reflect on what made us laugh. And all the past regrets, all the disappointing things, all the things that we didn't get a chance to say or do, we're not going to even focus on that. Why? Because we can't do nothing about it. But in the midst of it, we're going to celebrate. And thank God for the good times. Thank God for the celebratory times. Thank God that, you know what? I had an opportunity to say something or to do something for them or with them. And like I said, we can't cry over spilled milk. We can't think about, well, I wish I had. I wish I had said this. I wish I had done that. And you know what, sometimes what I found out, sometimes when we think, well, if I had said this, maybe they would have really understood who they were to me. A lot of times, they knew. A lot of times, they knew. A lot of times, they knew. Sometimes we feel like, well, I can say so much more, but what if what you said was enough? Was enough to carry them Right, eternity. You know, many of those who are in the family of grievers, sometimes we do want that if I just had one more hour with them, I would tell them and tell them this and tell them that. But you know what? We can't give that hour back. So what do we do about it? We talk to God and tell him, Hey, I feel yucky. God I don't feel. I don't feel good. I don't feel healthy. And like I said, you want to hear about it. And so with that, I hope each person take inventory of their own life, of their of their own heart, of their own hurt, and reach out, ask God to help you with every broken piece in your life. Regardless, matter of fact, there may be some who may be dealing with a divorce right now, dealing with a breakup. And unlike the grief of death, the grief of a broken relationship, you know, that's something that some people, it's hard to deal with, especially during the holiday season. Each, each hurt, each separation, each change of the norm. It takes God to help. And like I said, we can't do this alone. We can't do First of all, why should we do it alone? I don't care how big, how invincible you think you are. I don't care how long you've been saved. When you're dealing with hurt, why deal with it alone? When God knows every pain, God knows how to massage every hurt, every muscle why not let him help us not allow him to deal with it when we dealing with it ourselves no we're not capable of him we're not capable so why should we handle it and god want us to give it to him so as we get ready to pray i want you to lift up each person that you know of that may be grieving that may be hurt And just in case you're fine, hey, that's good. Just in case everything all right with you, that's fine and dandy. But what about somebody else? What about the person you know that's going through? It's time for you to be able to just give it to God. Like I said, we're going to cast all of our cares upon him and allow him, allow him to heal us from any and everything that we may be dealing with and then everything that may be hurting us matter of fact I see I see Mr. Skinner Mr. Skinner man good to see you Mr. Skinner Mr. Pruitt um oh my friend Christy Horton you know um matter of fact I'm gonna say this um Two, two young ladies, two young ladies. I'm gonna acknowledge two young ladies that uh, really meant the world to me, that I have uh, utmost respect for. Um, one of them, uh, unfortunately, she was um, she passed away in September. That was a uh, Miss Harden, Miss Harden, Jewel. She was definitely someone that um, I love. She was loved by her family and I can't can't tell you how many times I had to lean upon her. And so, you know, with with her no longer being here, my prayers are with her family and I want each person who may be listening to pray for the family and especially um, her birthday is coming up this week as well as her brother, um, uh, Miss Horton's son birthday this week which he's no longer with us. And also today I found out that um Miss Calhoun Miss Calhoun those that went to David W. Carter know the Calhoun family. um uh, Miss Calhoun did pass uh today. So we we definitely have to keep many, many, many people up in prayer. Miss Calhoun is another sweetheart of young lady that helped me, and I mean, my goodness, um, beautiful soul who kept it real. But most importantly, she didn't just say she loved you; she always demonstrated it. And so, these are the family: the Calhoun family, the Horton family, um, the Prater family, and, and not just our family, the Prater family, but there's another set of Prater families. There's a, there's a lot of different sets of Prater families. So um, I want to acknowledge the Prater family during this holiday season. Um, you know, Sergeant Prater, uh, so many people. Um, in fact, Stephen Poole, another caller alumni, um, you know, the Poole family and the Love, the Corey Love family. So many people lost lost their their loved ones, and I can't name everyone because I can't I should have should have wrote down those, but you know I don't want to omit anyone. But each person who lost a loved one, this is the time I want us to be able to not just pray for each other, but from here on out, even if we have to, you know, send a text, send a card, send a phone call or whatever, you know, you know, just let people know, hey, you're on my radar. I'm there for you. And like I said, you know, we may not have to have the proper verbiage to say. Sometimes saying less is better, but a person presence means so much. And like I said, I remember, you know, when we were going through our situation, you know, just to see people, to me, that meant that meant a whole lot to me. I looked forward to seeing people. May not have said a whole lot, but just seeing people's face that meant a lot. That meant a whole lot. And so, you know, I just want each and every person to know that everyone is important, and God gonna help us through this, through this situation, through this holiday season. But what we have to do, like I said, be real and. We're, to, we're not going to, look, we're going to walk through it. The same God that's helping us this year is going to help us the next year. It's going to help us the year after that. He's going to help us. God is going to help us every step of the way. He promised that he will never leave us, nor forsake us, or abandon us. And so with this new norm that we have to deal with, God is going to help us. God promised that he was going to us but also not only God helping us but also we're gonna help each other. We're gonna be there for each other. So as we get ready to pray, we're gonna give everything to God and we're gonna tell God everything and we're gonna rely upon him to help us from this day forth. Dear Heavenly Father we come to you right now. We thank you Lord, for your awesomeness. We come to you right now, God, we acknowledge your presence on today. We come to you right now, God, first of all God, we we Thank you, Lord, for being a faithful God, being a committable God. God, we thank you, Lord, for your unfailing love. So, God, we come to you right now, God. God, there are those who are dreading these holiday seasons, God. There are those who are dreading, God, this period of the year. So, God, we come to you right now, God. We acknowledge in God our hurts. We acknowledge acknowledging sometimes even our sadness or even our depression. So God, we we acknowledging it, but most importantly, we're giving it all to you right now, in the name of Jesus. God, we speaking right now, God, that you help those God who are grieving right now. God, be comforted by your word, God. Be comforted by your presence right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we speaking God that you massage every broken heart right now, God, that you mend every broken heart right now, God, even those who may feel a void or feeling alone right now, God, God, we speak, God, that you comfort them right now, God, that you give them the assurance that you're right there to help them, God, not only in their time of need, but even in their time of want right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we speak right now, God. We may not know every situation that they're dealing with, God, but, God, we know, God, that you know all things, God. So, God, we rely upon you, God, and we trust in God that you're going to fix and work everything right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking right now, God, that you give your people that assurance right now, God, that will help them, God. And help them, God, and help them to understand, God, that they can rely upon you in every area of their lives right now, God. And God, help them to understand, God, that you don't get tired of us coming to you, God. So, God, give them, God, the assurance, God, and give them the knowledge of understanding, God, that you are approachable right now. In the name of Jesus. And we bind everything the devil stand for. We counsel the devil's assignment right now. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, we speaking right now, God, that you bring healing, God, that you bring the word of comfort right now, God. In the name of Jesus. God, we speaking right now, God, that every pain, God, that the devil try to pull forth, God, to try to bring depression, or sadness, God, God, we yield over to you right now, God, and we surrender it to you right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God, we speak right now, God, even those who may be dealing with uh, uh, depression, God, or sadness, or any type of void, God, God, we speaking, God, that you help them, God, to send that problem to you, God, and fill every emptiness, with your presence right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak right now, God. We hold up every every family, God, that's grieving, God. Every family, God, they have experienced a death of a loved one, God. Not just. Recent, but even those who are throughout the years, God, God, we speaking, God, that you comfort them right now, God, that you be with them, God, wipe every tear from their eye right now, God, God, we even speaking right now, God, that you remove every guilt right now, God, in the name of Jesus, and Lord, we are speaking right now, God that you're holding up the Calhoun family God strengthen them right now God in the name of Jesus God we speaking God even the Skinner family God strengthen them right now God the Horton family God bring confidence strengthen them right now God in the name of Jesus God we speaking God the Greens family God in the name of Jesus God we're speaking God for every family the pool family God the love family right now God Each person, God, help them right now, God, in every of their lives right now, God, the Evans family right now, God, comfort them right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God, as we approach these holidays right now, God, Lord, help us, God, to celebrate holy days right now, God. Help us, God, to stay fixated on you, God. God, You're the only one that can comfort us in our times right now, God. In the name of Jesus, and, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this testimony coming from this, God. In the name of Jesus, and, Lord, we speak right now, God, even for families right now, God. We speak in reconciliation, God. God, wherever the the vision within the families, God, we speak in, God. Let there be wisdom to come in, God, and intervene now god god we're speaking god to remove the pride right now god remove the unforgiveness god remove any hatred right now god and god we're speaking god that you bring in communication god but most importantly god bring in and insert that love that is needed right now god in the name of jesus god help us god to be humble enough god to apologize to one another right now god in the name of jesus and lord we speaking right now god even those who may feel doubtful right now, God, help them to do their part, God, and leave the rest up to you right now, God. And God, we're even speaking right now, God. We're not even we're not even concerned about the reaction of others, God. But we're gonna do our part right now, God. And God, we're speaking right now, God. We thank you, Lord, for the the. Uh, like the testimony coming from this, God, we thank you, Lord, for bringing the families closer together like never before, God. And, God, we've seeking, God, even what the devil trying to do to tear up the families or to bring division within the family, God, we thank you, Lord, for reconciling, God, families, God, reconciling friendships right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we speak speaking, God, for a safe, blessed holiday season, God, a safe, blessed holiday period right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak speaking, God, that you help us right now, God. Help us, God, to praise and magnify you collectively right now. In the name of Jesus, we give you the glory and the honor and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I thank each and every one of you all. Who are tuning in? If y'all wanna get in contact with me, my name is Brother Prater. You can catch me on Facebook, uh, Brother Prater, B R O T H E R Prater, P S and Paul, R A T S and Tom E R. You will see my daily devotion and videos, and also uh, for those who may wanna see my website, you can go to brotherprater.com brotherprater.com, you will see my daily emotions and my videos as well as a calendar of my personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section of my store section of my website. As a matter of fact, uh, here it is. <laughs> you can go to the store section of my website where you can purchase my book A Few Good Men A Pastor God of Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men the needs and the responsibilities towards their family, their children, even their children's mother, regardless of whether they're with them or not. But also, talk to the ladies, talk to them about the qualities of a potential future husband or qualities to present or future uh, father to present or future children. Also, this book. The girl who was the brother keeper, The Love Beyond Life. It talks about the relationship um that I have with my sister, Sheila Prater. Um, she was the one that was killed by domestic violence, a domestic violent relationship, uh in two thousand nineteen. And um, you know, sweetheart of a girl. That was my that was my friend. She wasn't just my sister, she was my friend, she was my, friend, she was my classmate. Um <laughs> matter of fact, um, you know, I, I acknowledge uh, the Harden family, but um, she was she used to date uh, uh, Charles Harden. Um, and at one point, all of us were in the same class in Dr. Mitchell class in the eleventh grade. Myself, my sister, and her boyfriend, and, and we were I was cheating on both of their papers. <laughs> I was cheating off of them, and uh, thank God we passed. But um, but you know, those are the times. Just think about, you know. So, you know, just just thinking thanking God that I was a recipient of their love, and that's why we have to look at it for those who are no longer with us. Thanking God that we were a recipient
0: of their love,
1: a recipient of their attention, their affection, you know, their presence. God chose us to be part of their legacy part of their relationship but not just any relationship an important relationship and so that's what we're going to do we're going to think fondly on the good times think fondly on those silly times and thanking god that he chose us to be a part of their life so with that being said i thank god for uh you all watching and, and listening um We're going to celebrate, and we're going to look forward to this holiday season with grace, with wisdom, with joy, and know that God is going to help us because he promised that to us. So how we fulfill what he promised us? So I thank each and every one of y'all for tuning in, and thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Remake My Heart Podcast. God bless you, and good night.